Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to Day of Press Morning Bible Study. My name is Promise. Thank you for joining us this morning. Before we begin, let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for giving us the opportunity to worship you, Lord, and just blessing us throughout our day, Lord, and showing us things to come, Lord, and revealing what you have for us to us, Lord, so that we can understand it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study of the word in the book of Ephesians. So we are in chapter 3. However, this morning we're going to cover verses 14 through 21. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, Layla. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in the love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ with which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen, <laughs> amen to that. All right. The floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, honey, honey. So one of my favorite um, verses is here in verse 15, but it also kind of goes along with what we've been tracking with and talking about the entirety of Ephesians thus far. Um, From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So it is is distinguishing that theme that Paul has been talking about and the encouragement and maturity that he's trying to cultivate and help bring about by sharing the revelation or the mysteries that he has learned from Holy Spirit so that we can grow and mature. And that is this. It's not about human flesh and blood um, separating people groups and thinking about it and just merely uh, life in merely natural terms, but it is considering and understanding and perceiving that God is talking about his heavenly family being separated from the devil's family. Amen. And in that, that is where we have our identity. We are in God's family, not I'm a Jew in God's family, not I'm a, an American in God's family, not I'm a Persian in God's family, but no, I'm God's family because I believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. A joint heir with Christ. And the differences that God has granted us and blessed us with are merely ornaments. It's because God is a creative God. And he enjoys variety and the beauty that he's bestowed in each of us. So as Paul is telling us to grow up, come up higher, 
look at this from being seated in heavenly places and receive the understanding that is being imparted by God in this mystery and then take our rightful place and grow with him and enjoy life from that perspective so that we are actually free and able to communicate, commune and fellowship with our Lord and the fullness of the Godhead accurately, not thinking when the Lord speaks, oh, you're only talking about it in these terms that I can understand, but understanding that when he speaks, he's talking about what he's talking about in the terms of what he understands, which will deeply um, enrich our walk and our relationship with him just to be able to have that kind of liberty, that kind of understanding. And it'll also help us to walk with the people around us and in and invite them and encourage them to also come up in their relationship with the Lord and take their place in him if they have not arrived yet. Instead of feeling like I've got to get away from you because your skin is this color. I've got to get away from you because you're not in the right, the right lineage. I've got to get away from you because your money, you don't have as much as I have, or you have more than I have, or your hair is longer or your teeth are whiter. I mean, you see or how shorter. <laughs> exactly. And you see how, 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 I want to say petty, if I could just be (laughs) frank, but how carnally minded that is to think in those terms and how much it draws us away from what the Lord wants to do in his people in the earth. (laughs) Simply and purely during this time, he's saying, are you mine or not? Do you believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and love the brethren as he gave, gave commandment or not? Are you mine or you belong to the devil? And in the previous episode, my love, you mentioned that, um, how he went to his own and they received him not. And, you know, the Lord spent a lot of time during his earthly ministry going, you're of your father, the devil. And it was all the people who should have known, known, but they professed that they were of the family of God. And he said, if you were of my father, then you'd love me. And that was actually something that John the Baptist even addressed, you see, in his ministry, where he was like, don't say to yourselves, we're, and, and Jesus said the same thing, don't say you're seeds of Abraham, and mm-hmm. or all these noble things, where we like to go to lineage oftentimes, mm-hmm. but that's not a, a precursor or qualifier to get into the kingdom. Right, and it's something that you have, you've put no effort towards, you're simply born into it, right? You cannot change it, you put no effort towards it. You couldn't earn it. You couldn't do anything or even separate yourself from it. It's in your DNA. But with the Lord, he's saying, I'm looking for my people. And who is my, who is my mother and my brother? Hello? Did Them he say that? Them that do the will of my father or the Lord. To the, to the womb that he came out of, because she was out there, his, his natural mother. She, gave, she carried him and she gave birth to him. And he said, who's my mother and my brother and my sister? And as you finish quoting that, my love, it's those who do the will of my Father in heaven. So we can see, as Paul has come to this understanding, because the Holy Spirit revealed it, he's going, hey, guys, here's freedom. Look, look. And when you understand and learn this, you will be able to rise to another place, not to say I'm better than you, because you've missed the whole whole point of everything as God is doing if you come to that conclusion, but to go... I'm free and now I can see what you're saying, God. I can understand what you're doing. Not that we capture him, but I can walk with you in fellowship with you, Lord. And I want to bring everybody in so that we're free. We're free together. And then we can take our rightful place in the kingdom, in our the family of God that we belong to. And um, 
something also I wanted to point out um, about what you said in the previous episode, LeCharles, is that maturity, uh, both you and Promise talked about maturing in the previous episode. And there's a, a curious um, connection here. If you think about the natural human body, once it m- reaches a certain level of maturity, it doesn't regress, right? Yes. You you don't come to puberty, then regress out of puberty, back down to being a prepubescent. You don't go back down to being um, the the same hormonal level. You know, once you like for a female, once she hits hits the menstrual cycle age and um, release in her physical body, she doesn't go back down to that. Now she will continue eventually to what is called menopause that most people experience. But it's still not the same as what she was like before she came to that hormonal awakening, if you will. So likewise, in in the kingdom, God is not, we don't wash back and forth. We don't mature and then go back, mature and go back. Because that's not his intention or his design. He didn't mean for us to wax and wane. He meant for us to keep going until we reach adulthood. And adulthood is not saying, God, I have no need of you, but becoming to a place that like Paul is um, sharing with us through these scriptures, here is mystery. Here is revelation that will change your life and grow you up in the things of God. So now you can turn around and help that baby that has been birthed into the kingdom and raise them up and give them proper food and meat so that they are strengthened. They have the strong foundation who is the accurate the accurate understanding and perception of the kingdom of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. So that then when they grow up, they are strong. They are warriors. They are able to do their job and fulfill that function of raising up that next generation, that newborn that they have been in contact with coming into the kingdom of God. And we all come to the fullness of the stature. We all come to that measure because that's the goal. That's the point. Not just for me to get there and be the one, or for you to get there by yourself and you go, ha ha, I made it. But then we're still waiting for everybody else to finally come along. He's looking for the whole body. Amen. Right? Not just not just his feet dangling out of heaven, right? <laughs> and the rest of us has made it in. That doesn't make sense. He wants the whole body maturing and brought into the kingdom. Yes. Mommy, like you were mentioning just now, talking about uh, identity and all, something else that the Lord was showing me was when he was talking about knowing the fullness of God was just like he enjoys the person that he created on the inside of us when it's been cultivated and we allow him to cultivate it. He wants us to enjoy all of him as well and stop mm-hmm. trying to only get one aspect of him. Mm-hmm. I know uh, as a child, sometimes I didn't like it when you and dad disciplined me. I only wanted the the Christmas presents, the birthday presents, the celebration, you take me where I want to go and do what I want to do and cut out the discipline. Let <laughs> Charles over here making faces at me <laughs> and cut out that part. And, and I, I would have had a terrible childhood if I had missed the discipline because then the lessons that I learned through it that I know now I would never have known and I can't and couldn't have helped other people understand it as well. So the Lord wants us to enjoy the fullness of who he is and Amen. not just trying to get one aspect of him. Lord, I want your blessings, your favor, your grace, and your mercy, but you keep discipline to yourself. Use it on mm-hmm. them. They, those people over there need Strike it. them down, so, Lord. So yeah, we're quick. misunderstand <laughs> the discipline, right? Because the, you, you're, well, I'll say, and even in what you said, right? 
you said discipline is one act aspect of us. No, 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 no. Understand what discipline is. It's a refining of you so that you are full, equipped, complete, lacking nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not about it's not an aspect of the parent. It's an aspect in a a way to help bring forth everything that is needed and required in the life of the person being disciplined. And discipline is love. Amen. That's that's the highest love. Right? Because I have to take effort out of my day to discipline. Mm-hmm. I have to take um time to hear from the Lord, to hear about what's happening and to offer the appropriate discipline. Discipline is not the same as abuse. It's not um, berating or belittling. Just a conversation, an aspect of discipline. discipline. But also refining happens in there. Mm-hmm. And discipline pure is, is purely love. And the one who withholds discipline from their child, what? Hates them. Hates them. And the one who is who ceases to be disciplined is not a son, but it's illegitimate. It's an, that person is an outsider. You know, I, I might go to Walmart and see the little boy rolling around on the street and, uh, you know, crying and screaming and <laughs> slapping his mom in the face. I'm like, get Man. up kid. You better stop it. But I don't discipline that one because that one is not mine. It's not been assigned to my care. Right. And while I, I love them and I wish for the best in the, in the things of God, I have no personal investment there. Right. And so my love is made full, not just by my affection, but also by the correction that I offer. Because again, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't care about your outcome. Right. And yes, mommy. anyone who is left without discipline is becomes a monster. It does not work out for anyone. There's no essence in the scripture that. Right. Yes. Involves that. Discipline doesn't always mean that you're, and, and it really doesn't even mean punishment. It just means correction when it's needed. It's refining. Yes. Exactly. Refining. So, isn't God gracious? Yes. yes. And I'm sure the Lord Jesus was perfect as a child and he never had to be disciplined. But yes, he did. He had to be trained. And again, discipline is not punishment. It's bringing you into the right place. And he says that he learned obedience through his suffering on the cross, right? Not because he was yes. disobedient, but he went through the process. Hmm. Yes. Process of spiritual as well as natural maturation. Amen to that. Uh, Charles? Yes, as you and mommy have been sharing so far, you've been talking about the family of the Lord. I would like to go to verse 14 where it has a weird saying I would sing. Um, for this reason, I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from actually verse 15 as well, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And the Lord which is shown me here was that in our perspective and in our lives, we think um, we take selective parts of what the Lord has done or what he's doing and we try to apply it. So we see inside the book of John, he talks to, to the Pharisees and says, you're of your father, the devil, mm-hmm. and how we are quick to cast others out of the boat or even sink their boat if they're passing too close to us um if they're trying to do something and we feel like it's not right or correct but we have to realize that inside of our own lives we are not the judge of whose father is it jesus didn't say that because of what he thought mm-hmm. he said that because of what the father was telling him to amen say. to that it wasn't jesus going i know you your father's the devil as he's walking past walking past sinners in the street mm-hmm. he only said it 
recorded once in the Bible to the Pharisees. And that's something that we have to consider while the Lord, the Lord is the father of all, but we have option and a choice inside of this earth. You can either return the love that he's giving to you as a child, mm-hmm. or you can go away and become better and do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And the same is true as for humans as well. There becomes a point where the child has to make a choice once, um, I would say once they're adult, if they're going to continue the relationship once they're like out of the house adults, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. if they're going to cut it off because now they have freedom. The same is true in our own lives. As soon as we was, as soon as we were put in this earth, the Lord gave us that option. He didn't mm-hmm. hold us or chain us and say, you're going to be my child whether you want to or not. He gave us the option. So he is the father of all like that, but we have to be his children. We always have the option. And that's something that we um, see in humans as well, how we'll take people as our, as children to us if they show us a certain amount of love, meaning that they act towards us like a parent or to mm-hmm. as a child. Mm-hmm. We would consider them our children or our parents. Mm-hmm. And so when we're doing that to the Lord, that's how he feels. He wants us to reciprocate the love he's already shown to it towards us. Amen. His love's not changing. He doesn't say, I don't love you anymore because you sinned. He maintains the constant love that he has for us. But if we're putting barriers up so we don't feel it, that's our own choice in that instance, in that scenario, because we're no longer doing the will of God. And that's what Paul's trying to get at here is that all these people and the mystery mystery that the Lord has for the Gentiles and the Jews and how he brought them together. Previously, the Gentiles weren't able to come in because they didn't have a relationship with God. We talked about that in a previous episode. So there are some that came in, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. like Ruth, right? It's clearly one. Rahab. That's exactly. Right. Uh, and both of those are in the bloodline of our Lord and Savior. Amen. Right? Yes. So, but let's also recognize that, that they were not born of Israel. Mm-hmm. Neither was Abraham. Okay, there we go. Neither was Abraham. The Lord called them and said, right? So we don't have, as you brought this up, there are many that try to throw people out of the boat. It's not your boat. It's not your heaven. <laughs> the Lord. It's not your heaven to throw people out of. And I said, no, we all need to recognize this though, right? Because there are many that are trying to, well, not trying, but they have, whether it was wittingly or unwittingly, when, when that happens, they step over into a place that they were not meant to be in. There is one righteous judge. And last time I checked, uh, his name wasn't John. I'm talking about myself or right, or any or yeah. anyone. You, you insert your name there. That wasn't <laughs> your place, right? There, there's Amen. one. His name is Jesus. That's right. He's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He's the righteous judge. Mm-hmm. Yes. So and He gave you the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Us, that's his people. Amen. And yes, there and are people that cho- choose to be in opposition. And the Lord still gives them time and opportunity to repent. Amen. And yes, you're right. His arms are extended to all. He has fathered all. He is the creator, right? He created all of us. And no one got their start or came into being without him. Even Lucifer was created by God. And he changed himself to Satan, Mm -hmm. the devil, because of his choice and his unwillingness to remain in fellowship and connection with the Lord, remain in the divine order that God set for him. So, God does not change, absolutely. And it is whether or not we sever the relationship that we have with him that he's offering. We can, we can embrace it or we can reject it. 
And he is still going to go whenever he calls time, time, calls it up and finished. He's going to look and go, that's mine. That's not mine. Because that person chose to have a new father. They chose to put another king or Lord in his place. Now, again, that's up to us and we should choose life, right? Choose the father and love him because he is good. Oh, promise. Go ahead, sweetheart. Or did you have more, sir? Um, Not at this moment. Okay. Let's hear it, sir. Promise. Um, We have all talked about, well, everybody but me has been talking about how (laughs) that the Lord is the creator of all, which I was recently talked about how that we should be reciprocating that love to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the Lord brought my attention to verse 19, where it says to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge Mm -hmm. that she may be filled with all the fullness of God. Mm -hmm. Also verse 18. Mm -hmm. And where, how the only way for us to completely fulfill that mission and do what the Lord has for us to do is allow the Lord to come into our lives completely. And the Lord reminded me of, a lot of times how we like to leave the Lord out of certain parts of our life because we think it will hurt us too much. And as an example of the harm it does, the Lord reminded me of air beds. If you cut off a chunk, the air beds going to deflate mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. Pretty quickly. quickly. Yes. <laughs> Anything that's inflatable. If you cut off a chunk of it, it's not going to work out very well. It's going down pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> and every the more you cut out of it, the quicker it's going to leave. And how corresponding that with a lot of times we think that we're only supposed to have one glory moment with the lord and how that should be just it and everything else is just regular and how it was but the lord wants to move through us and Mm -hmm. what since we the lord we can't contain all of the lord should be spilling out of us in in such a way that it should be affecting those around us and while layla was yes i believe it was layla who was talking about how that the Lord and Dad, you talked about how the Lord doesn't punish us, but it's discipline. Mm-hmm. And the Lord reminded me of how a lot of times we think that dis- discipline is smiting people with something that seems ruinous or mm-hmm. good enough for that sort of punishment to help that person along or put them in such a place that they don't have to, they can't do it again. Mm. But that's not the root of it. Um, Romans. 12 i believe 20 talks about how that if we love those people that are our enemies don't be hope keeping coals of fire on our head well that's not the purpose of it it's also and mommy as you said it's also reconciling back reconciling them back to god it's not just going well i want to do this to you to make you pay for what you've done it's mm-hmm. actually bringing them closer to the lord mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that you you brought that up, especially about the discipline, right? And again, let's have a correct view of what discipline is. And it's a refinement. Okay? Yes. Um, In verse 13, I know that's outside of of Ephesians 3, right? Uh In verse 13, I know it's outside of what we were talking about um, for this episode, but it, it all comes together. He says, Therefore, right? And mm-hmm. So therefore, right? What precedes that is that we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in the Lord, right? Amen. He says, I ask, so because of those things, he says, I ask that you do not lose heart in my tribulations for you, which is 
your glory. So what is, what is he talking about there? Whether it's discipline or whether it's tribulations, it is both the same thing. It is refinement that ultimately we be presented before the Father blameless, without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Right? And we'll probably have to talk more about this in a future episode, maybe the next one. But having a right perspective of discipline mm-hmm. and its role in what it's supposed to produce, and but also the tribulations. It's the same thing happening. Heat exposes things, imperfections and and things that would prevent us from growing in strength and all these all the things that he's talking about here, right? Into being all the fullness or in being filled with all the fullness of God. Imperfections and impurities make something weak. It's flawed, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But yet refining produces so much blessing and benefit. That's why he's telling us to re- he tells us in other places to rejoice. And trials and tribulations. It's all part of, same with discipline, a refining, a mm-hmm. perfecting. Produces so, patience and character yes. and hope. Mm-hmm. So let's build more on that in the, the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, wanted to say un- unto that, you know, the Lord Jesus, when he was in the wilderness, Amen. he was put under heat and pressure, if you will. <laughs> so not only does it reveal when there are impurities Mm -hmm. it also reveals when we're pure amen because you can heat and bubble and bubble and heat it up and heat it up and nothing ever comes to the surface then it's pure so that when there's no dross that needs to be scraped off exactly so in his time right of heat and pressure of discipline it just revealed how disciplined he was it revealed the truth and the glory and the life that was already on in him already in him, right? That there was nothing in him that was unpure. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen to that. But he still went through it. Yes. Amen. All right. Well, let's pause there for today. There's a lot in there that you should probably meditate on and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you mm-hmm. and and search the scriptures right mm-hmm. for yourself so that way no one can take it away from you. Okay? Amen. Okay. Not just, don't just take my word for it. Don't just take... Kamisha's word or any of our, just, what mm-hmm. does the Lord say to you? And and search it out in scripture. Amen to that. We're not going to be offended in the slightest. I want you to do that. So then it's yours. No one can take that from you. Amen. 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 All right. And by want, I mean, I exhort you to do it. Amen. So can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Charles. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for the opportunity we have with you, Lord, the opportunity to understand more lord and to come into your presence lord and lord we just thank you for the refinement that you give us lord to strengthen us in you lord so that way we can go out in the power and your might lord and be vessels that are worthy of your calling lord and lord we also just thank you that you'd never do anything to harm us lord but it's solely for our good lord Mm -hmm. and lord we also just thank you that we don't have our way with the people around us lord that you're the one who has the grace and the mercy lord and that you give it out as you please lord Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org 
Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says Subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.